If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show for Monday, March 9th, 2020. It's episode 238. We're ready for this. everybody welcome back to the boop show with scott johnson and brian dunaway hi brian oh hi scott how's it going did your was your day okay for you did you have a good day today i suppose the day was fine mine was very nothing exceptional happened and nothing bad happened i did win a babble royale today so that's always a positive click yeah who knew ge wasn't in the freaking down i would have i would have swore up and down as soon as you said yeah that's right Move on. Next. So weird. Wrong. So weird. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. We're doing a show. It's the boop show. I just touched my face. We're here. We're not supposed to do that. So I just did. Right. Anyway. Yeah. You're not supposed to do like that. Yeah. I didn't just touch my face. I rubbed my eye with my pinky. Oh, I've been digging in my eyeballs for about a week now for some <laughs> reason. It's like, oh, coronavirus. Can't touch my eyes. Well, I can't wait to do it. Can't touch this. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're happy to be here. We're going to be doing a show, as you can tell, and we're excited to do it. So. Stick around, hang on, because here it comes. All right, Brian, since we focus so much on small indie games, how about I give you a small indie game to focus on? How about that? All right, just give me what, what we play in World of Warcraft, what we got? No, this is a smaller no? than that game, yeah. this is Oh, uh, smaller than... What? This is a little game called Bloody Rally Show. Bloody Rally Show. Now, is it... A bloody rally show, or is it just a bloody rally show? More like the second one. The the, oh, okay. Br- the British part really doesn't have a thing in there. Uh, okay, right. Here's how this game works. Oh, it's, I like this. I'll give you the official description. Bloody Rally Show is a dystopian roguelite combat racing game with infinite variety of racetracks, campaigns, missions, or man- missions, leaderboards, and daily challenges. Oh, Track missions. editor, car editor, car tuning, customization, car battles, and multiple game modes, including one where you are a pedestrian. Um, I haven't oh, tried that mode. I haven't tried that yet, so I have no idea how that goes. But I do know in this game, when you run over pedestrians, you gain turbo. <laughs> oh, so, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Makes perfect so sense, So you're right? like, their souls are being collected into your turbo engine. A little bit. And then you're like, then you go. That's sweet. Yeah. So, well, first of all, what are these pedestrians doing on your road anyway? Like, they're, on, like, like on a race dirt track or something? Some of them look like they're there to be fans of the event. And then sometimes they look like they're there trying to get away just from to something get to else. The, just trying to get to the corn dog stand? They, they look like they're, the corn dog stand. They look like they're running from something. Like they're zombies oh. chasing them or something weird oh. like that. Haven't quite figured that out. But it's this very dystopian sort of, hey, in the future, uh, we're terrible. Humans are terrible more terrible, I guess, than they are now. And so death race. Run over death stuff. Race, yeah. It's basically death race, yeah. That's kind of gotcha. what it is. Uh, I will say I've been delighted by this game so far. <laughs> I mean, if you can deal with the thematic elements, which is, you know, as close to Mad Max as I'm going to get for a game like this, I'm so I'm happy. But uh, 
you know, if you can deal with the mayhem and that sort of thing, it's got a great top-down driving model that oh. feels a lot like, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of an old game. Carmageddon. No, top-down games like in the arcade where you'd spin the wheel and you'd have oh, to create yeah, a bunch of drift. Yeah. And, um, and the drift is everything. Yeah. So the physics of the car, kind of the whole game revolves around right. how your physics work. One of the games I'm thinking of, I used to love those games. Oh, what were they called? It was like uh, Truck Mania or something mania. It's like it needs to be mania of some sort. What yeah. is it? Uh, chat, room, chat room says Super Sprint. That's correct. That's another one. Super Sprint. That's yeah. a good one. Love that one. Uh, lots of them. There's tons. Right, this isn't certainly isn't alone in the, uh, or that, that, that wasn't the only game in that space. Yeah, so this is oh weird. Did you hear that? Hold on. Yeah. What was that? Uh, My mixer is taking a dump over there. I'm gonna change it out today. <laughs> um, any anywho, uh, where was I? Oh, uh, so this game is one of those, and it's fun, and you die a lot, and you start over, and you lose races, and it's okay because you're building up a better car next time, and then you can win some races and. When you win a few, it feels real good. Uh, if you're not careful, you'll blow your car up, and car won't work anymore. Oh, so no. uh, you got to watch that. And no, how do you how do you do that? Do you forget to pit, or do you for, like you don't change the gears properly? What? How do you blow that up? And hit uh, too many things. There are barrel red barrels around the track. If you hit those, they explode and they hurt you real bad. Oh. Um, I believe you take some damage for hitting the pedestrians, but again, it's in service of better turbo. So you got to balance how much you want to win versus how much damage you have. That sort of thing. Um, I'm not like super deep into it, but I'm in it, into it far enough to know that I, I quite like it. Um, I think this is probably, well, actually be great on whatever. It's probably just fine. Like on a switch or something. And I think they have it over there, but I got it on, um, uh, on uh, steam via a code from the developer and I was delighted to get it. All because right. It's right up my alley. This kind of thing. developer code. Yeah. It's very cool. And they have car upgrades and all that. And you unlock all sorts of like, Traction boost, speed boost, you know, the stuff you, you know, expect from a game the tracks like this. All look, the tracks you show me so far are all kind of, you know, there's not like a bunch of figure eights or anything. They no. must look like no roundish. They're, they're pretty basic, but part of that basicness is I think the tracks are um, procedurally generated. So oh. it's creating tracks sort of on the fly. And right. now, is, that, is that oil well. on the track or is that like a big bloody pile of? It's like something rust and blood rust and just gross future dirt yeah, that's all future everybody's dirt. gonna die what do we do let's race our cars yeah. and you can, derby you can totally do multiplayer stuff as well so a lot of times the like i don't know if you noticed that but one of those cars had a had a sign above it with an icon that said nut the guy's name was nut <laughs> nut n-u-t and uh so he's in there so race. he's a nut driver yeah he's a nut bag driver uh, uh what else can I tell you about it? It's pretty straightforward. Oh, you got a corner cutting penalty there. Oh, yeah. So, totally uh, oh, so this game is hardcore on its oh, yeah. rules. Oh, yeah. You can't just cut across the grass, dude. You got to go. Interesting. You got to stay on the future future dirt to, to win. Future dirt. Uh, it's cool, though. It's got a nice kind of painterly style to it, and there's great blood and guts when you smear a crowd across the, the road. Right. Do you have like a guy in your ear talking the whole time? No, you don't have any like go left twenty feet right. None of right. that. None of that like kind of rally stuff. Human pedestrian coming up. <laughs> hard yeah. left. Well, hard left. Kill him. Okay. Well done. Now go right. Well done. It's uh, it's good. It's called Bloody Rally Show. This is by, by Kodo Lingia. Lin Linia. How do you say Lin, that last name Lin, or that last part Lin, of that company name? Let me see. Is uh, I would say Kodo Leninja. Leninja. It's almost like almost like. 
almost it's like ninja, right? Yeah, it's it's N I J A. Linija. Or N I Oh Ninja. There's no N at the end. Linija. How about Linija? Kodo Linija. Sure. They're probably close enough. Look at her bloody rally show and you'll probably find it. PC. Uh, was that did you play like uh did you say that whether it was multiplayer? I, it, saw, I heard you talk is. about Yes, because Nut was okay. in there, remember? We had Nut. Nut was oh, playing. I thought you were saying that was one of the characters. No, that's a that's you. a that's a, another player. Although I haven't done any multiplayer yet, but it's in there. Uh, so go check it out. Available now on Steam. I forgot to get the price. I want to say it's fifteen, something like that. I forgot. It's on Steam and it's fifteen. Uh, I think so. All right, Brian, tell what me all more about. Could you want? Tell me about Dark, which uh, I also picked up but didn't play yet. What do you think? Of all this? right. So Gurn Killer on the chat room and now in my Discord channel as well. Uh, and great person for giving me tips. Uh, this is me not playing, by the way. Gave us a tip that there was a game called Dark, spelled with a Q. And Gurn Killer's in the chat room. So uh, here we go with the dark. Is uh, You start out and uh, you think you're in a Tim Burton feature. Yeah. Uh, because you first thing you do is you, you show up and you're this ball-headed guy in a monochromatic world uh, with, a, with a striped shirt. Horizontal stripes, Scott. You know how unflattering those are unless oh, yeah. you're a stick. You got to be real so thin for those to not make you look fat. You got to be real thin. So we're, we're looking at, you know, some people call it, compare this kind of like limbo mm -hmm. uh, in, in mood. Definitely so in that limbo mood from it, for sure. Right. So it is very atmospheric, and that atmosphere is of a dark, moody time when you're Lloyd, who is uh, stuck in some kind of green dreamscape, or greenscape, dreamscape, uh, and you keep looping through uh, to start back over in this nasty, grungy, dirty bedroom. And uh, you lay down, and when you do, you disembody. You kind of float out of yourself, and you go on to a chapter full of puzzles. And these puzzles are fun because they are world manipulation puzzles. Because mm, the whole world so, rotates around you. You're like, what? It's like an upside down room exactly. and stuff. Yeah. Yes, it kind of reminds me of Bridge somewhat with that. Because you'll you'll walk your Lloyd side scrolling, and you'll you'll walk up to an area, and you can find suddenly that you can on certain walls. You can walk, you'll, the room will hold this totally shift, and you can start walking up that wall. Yeah. And so most of the puzzles involve you rotating rooms mm -hmm. and then switching, uh, switching, you know, flipping switches in different places. Sometimes you've got you've to create a connection between two cables. Like, you know, if there's like electricity supposed to activate a weird machine that's going on here in this saw-like weird machine world that he's got, uh, you'll have to make the connection yeah. for the power to flow through. And then you'll get into an area and you'll need to do some more problem solving. Uh, this game has very little music. It is very, or the music it does have is very quiet. Mm. And uh, as a result, they use most of this moody atmosphere that you're getting to create jump scares. I would love to watch you play because I think, I don't know if you would, I would like to see whether or not you would be super scared oh, we would or freak if you would just out. be kind of, yeah, I, I guarantee it would get me because I'm a sucker for any kind of atmospheric game stuff. They'll they'll scare me. I'm right. sure of it. So it's it's I I think it's a little bit more on the Tim Burton scary scale. Oh, you for know, sure. not really yeah. not really scary. More like just oddly beautiful, but kind of disturbing. Yeah. You know, yeah, disturbing, kind of disturbing and, and sort of discordant and all that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and so most of those jump scares are thanks to the fact that you feel like there's a lot of. Uh, environmental audio going on in the background. You're like, you can kind of hear like things in the background. You're like, here's something going. Ting, ting, oh, I hate ting. that, dude. I hate yeah, and that. so you, you kind of hear all that stuff. And what it does 
is it draws you in no. to to you know to listen a little closer because you can't quite make it out. It's like what is that noise right there? Yeah. And so then when there's a jump scare, which happens not a lot, but a couple of times usually per chapter that you're playing through, uh, it comes in full bore with the audio. Yeah. And uh, it'll scare the bejesus out of you. Mm. It's all black and white, monochromatic uh, looking. Yes. Is there any color yes. at all? Well, I saw a red button a second ago, so I guess there's some color. Yeah, there, there's very light coloring, uh, usually like in the form of red or blue. Blue for electricity, red for buttons, usually, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't encounter too many creatures, but when you do, you better guarantee you they're going to be creepy and probably faceless and probably going to have long legs with a lamp for a head. Okay. So, oh, right? Really? Yes. I was like, what? That the sounds first- horrifying. Okay. The first the first bad guys I ran across, by the way, you're about to see them here. Uh, is uh, is are these ladies that like you? You ever see the? Uh, yeah. Oh, are you are you showing them yet? Yes, is they're these, horrifying. Yeah, they I don't like it. Yeah, they're they're doing like this. They're doing all these like uh, you know poses. You know, it's like oh let me let me do the lotus. And you know they're doing all these poses. And they're kind of rocking around and they got lights in their head. So yeah. uh, this is one of the more interesting things because you have got to be in addition to f- solving puzzles. You also got to be stealthy, which is kind of what you want in your horror game, right? Because yeah. I love little nightmares, and that is such a stealth game. Oh yeah, such for a sure. Game. Reminds me of this game too. So you have to avoid. You have to figure out uh, when to avoid these lights because when the lights come on, that's usually what's going to get you busted. Well, what happens you if they busted, get you? What happens? They kill you. This guy's doing pretty good on screen right now. Yeah, if they get you, they those those particular ones pull out a gun and start blowing you away. Jeez. No matter how far you get away. That's kind of hardcore for lampshade ladies, isn't it? Is very hardcore for lampshade ladies. And uh, but yeah, usually I haven't seen, I haven't really seen any of the bad guys' faces, or if I do, they're always kind of skewed or kind of hard to see. And uh, there's a lot of creep, there's a lot of creepy factor going here. Is there any story? Not really. Most of the story, you got to make up your own. You got to go. What is Lloyd doing here? The only reason why I know his name is Lloyd is because the description says his name is Lloyd. Oh, my Lord. There's two of them there. <laughs> there's two of them. Oh, good Lord. There's all this. Oh, yeah. They chase you. Oh, that was like one of the most intense moments was when that when those yeah. lampshade ladies were I, chasing me. I don't know, dude. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It was a short play, too. It's only like uh, the developer Unfold Games yeah. uh, has created this game Dark with a Q. Uh, to to only be a uh, very short duration, I think the average playthrough is about four hours, maybe or maybe less. If you're if you're fast at some of these puzzles, mm-hmm. I do fairly good at some of these puzzles. Most of the puzzles aren't too hard. Most of them are stuff like maybe you got some slide things. You got to you know like the little slides where you'll slide this thing around so you can get this block over here and that kind of thing. And then the other things are like completing circuits, and you just have to kind of be observant and look around. And I think that's what makes these kind of games really effective. Anytime that you have to engage in a puzzle game, you're really focused in on the puzzles and you kind of forget about the jump scares. Okay, so I, d- I thought I had, I don't have this yet, it looks like. Right. And it's I 10 think bucks it was, right uh, now. It's nine, 50% off. Yeah, it was, it's $10 right now on sale on Steam. I All believe right. it's, only, it's only for the PC right now. You can get it on Good Old Games or Steam. And uh, soon you'll be able to get it on uh, maybe some consoles and stuff is what the developers are I will only I, play I this if it. someone buys it. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. <laughs> I thought this it, would be and- no big deal, but look at that old lady grandma thing. <laughs> what is that about? Old lady grandma. Now, this came out end of last year, but they just released some DLC content, free DLC content called The Tower. Yeah. And I'm, I'm interested in going back and doing that 
Uh, I've got to complete this one. I haven't completed it yet, but it's this. It's it's a good chill. Oh yeah, game, it looks real chill. If you like yeah. being freaked out, yeah, super chill. I mean, would you would you classify these these um, challenges or these these puzzles as difficult, or would you say they're not that hard? They are challenging, but not difficult. So there's things. There's usually clues. So the, the really good puzzle design will allow you to make your own mistakes. Most of these puzzles are solved by not just looking at them, but, but through experimentation. So, um, And the, there's usually pretty good clues on what you need to do to get there. I didn't get stuck on any one puzzle except for one time. And it was my own... It, I, I don't know. It was kind of like a combination of my failure and the designer's failure because it, was, it required me to do something that I had not done in any previous chapter. And I would not have assumed because... It allowed me to jump. Okay, so everything is side-scrolling, right? Yeah. Most of the game you've seen so far is side-scrolling. Well, you can actually flip the room uh, like towards you, like in, a, like in a 3D cube. But what it does is it it just flips the room. You still go side to side, but you're you're walking back and forth on a different uh, angle of the board, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, like, I get it. Like, yeah. So some of those things kind of like confused me at first because I was like, there's actually like layers too. So not only can you flip the rooms like uh, like over like on the x-axis, you can also flip it on the y-axis. And also you can actually go forward like levels inside of a side scroll, like inside of a cube. So sometimes there's like three levels. Like you know, like you do on like little big planet. Yeah. Remember how they kind of like it was side, but you also could get further back sometimes. Oh yeah. Same idea. I remember that. I um I remember that. I don't know. This seems like I might have a little bit of a little pee might come out if I play this. A little pee might come out. Well, it's the right price. And uh, like I said, it's not too much of a commitment at four hours. You could certainly complete this in uh in either a couple of sittings. Maybe a lot, even one. A lot of people say uh, or have told me about or they always say, Well, two D games are different. They're not gonna give you a hard they're not gonna give you the hard time that you're used to having with like, you know, some three D horror game. Right. I disagree. <laughs> I, I played plenty of scary freaking 2d or 2.5d games this Absolutely. top down doesn't matter scares me still have you played little nightmares because that is the scariest game i have played and yes. when i say scary i think it's probably the creep factor it gives me the willies yeah and then they also scare me and that that gets to me are there bosses in this thing that you have to fight or anything um, yeah, the, the, what, well, those lamp ladies were kind of the bosses. So most of the challenges you have are the puzzles. Then it, then you'll run against what oh I consider is the Lord, like, there's the a grandma boss. lady after him in a wheelchair. Look at this chat. <laughs> All right. So he runs in here. Watch this. I don't know if I went too far. No. Let me see. This is no. just nuts. Okay. So he's okay, no, this grandma. Is, lady. There's a grandma lady or something. What is that? Oh, they're parts of a grandma that are brought Open yeah, the yeah. Thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of disembodied uh, body parts in this game, and that adds to the the, the question of what what uh, story you want to give. Oh, sorry, there's a grandma <laughs> in a wheelchair. Shit, I don't Run. like it. She's a not only is she a grandma in a wheelchair, she's like way bigger than Lloyd. I mean, oh. not just like a little bit, because I always thought Lloyd was kind of tall, but she's like ginormous. Run, you Tim Burton ass mother scratcher, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what is that? A uh, lamp lady. Uh, go, go, go. She's shooting at you. Oh no, they got lamp ladies. Oh God, I couldn't take it. We're like screwed. I said, We're it gets screwed. intense. We're screwed. It gets intense. I can't play this. If someone buys it, I'll play it. I'm not playing it. Otherwise, forget <laughs> it. 
So did you beat the whole thing and you just have to play the DLC? Is that the deal? Yeah, so, well, I got to go back and finish some of the puzzles and I want to ple- complete the uh, DLC as well. Oh, I'm, I'm a little more than, I'm probably about three-fourths of the way done. It's been a while since I've consumed a horror game for the delight of right. others, so maybe I'll have to do but it. But it's a going. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a going. Good it's a good one. All right, well, let me talk about one that I'm not sure about yet. I think it's okay, but I'm not sure. Uh, there's a game on Steam called Overlanders. Over, I've seen this. Yeah, Overlanders. that's right. Overlanders. Um, all right, so it's a beautiful game. I think it's Unreal Engine 4. Uh, oh, it's a I like this. Uh, Am I pod racing right now? It's basically imagine pod racing combined with like uh, oh, remember I Wipeout, like the PlayStation this. Wipeout games, yes. and then also kind of post-apocalyptic Mad Max people sort of doing their thing. Right. That that's what this game is. Uh, so the stuff that you're flying, they've all got this great hover technology, but they're also kind of busted and junky and rusty and shitty. Um, and your your job is to do a full campaign where you increase your uh, your abilities and your and your and your hardware uh, just by beating races and that sort of stuff. Um, in a lot of ways, it's just a very traditional racing game. But again, right, it's using this sort of hover mechanic for all of the vehicles, and that makes and, it feel and it's, like it's wipeout. Cavern, it's cavern racing. You don't have that in a lot of racing games where you can't really see the next turn. Yeah, this right? one's got well, it depends on the track, but yes, this particular track is definitely mm. uh, you know it's just like a canyon. Uh, it's, it's a lot like pod racing in that, in that horrible uh, prequel um yeah there are a couple of things good about the prequel one pod racing, pod racing. is cool when they're not Amazing. looking at jake lloyd when it's just pod racing um and <laughs> oh no darth maul he's cool too but other than that yeah. forget it uh, but anyway uh it's a lot like that and here's the cool part i liked about it the most you can't see it yet because he's not in first place when he gets into first place you're gonna it's gonna be great because in first place you're behind a giant uh, sand creature that's running with like long dog strides, <laughs> like a big sand dog. Um, oh, I like that. A yeah. sand dog. And your jaw, and you can hear it going, goof, 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 and it's just running away oh, from you. Nice. And your goal when you're in first is to pick up a kind of Mario Kart style power up that you see scattered on the map all the time, those little pink ones you run right. over. Right. You can hold up to two weapons at a time, fire them with your. Uh, well, if you're on mouse and keyboard, you can do it with, uh, however that is. But on my um, my controller, it's, I guess, X and B. Anyway, right. when you get up close to that that creature and you've got, like, homing missiles and stuff, you're supposed to kill the creature, and it only has so many hit points. So you can oh. use these weapons to kill other players or to try to, you know, knock them off their game. But ultimately, this race doesn't end with, like, three laps. There's no laps. It's when that dog creature, sand creature, dies, Right. then you... Then you own oh, this. Dang it. The video I'm showing right now, the guy lost. This guy sucks. Somebody named Joe killed the creature. Dang um, it, but Joe. You, but you didn't get to see it. Um, so, yeah, it's that like, sounds like the best part of this is trying to get to first place. It's like winning a race just to get to play the boss. Kind of. Yeah. Um, and when you play, you play other people or you can play the campaign against bots. It's totally up oh. to you. It's got multiplayer in that. Um, what was that all about? That weird grid thing oh it's like, like a, like a it's like a um lobby space and, until the game oh, starts so you can just go I roll around you. in like tron town <laughs> tron town it looks like tron town anyway uh some of them are it little motorcycles like, like this chick on a motorcycle it's basically a hover hover bike uh as you can see she just took a major shortcut so there's lots of shortcuts cheater the racing's actually really strong it's the best part of the game um right it feels really good it feels like wipeout to me oh there it is okay 
So this is her chat room <laughs> creeping up on thing. that creature. And it's like a big rhinoceros. See if I can hear any audio from it. Uh, hold on. The rhinoceros. Let me see if this has audio. Hold on. Get up. See him up there. If we get close, we're gonna hear him. Get up there. Get up there. Like that. And the music's very Right here we go. Get up there. Get up there. I like this twist. She sucks though. Get on him. Probably the same person still playing. Here he goes. Come on, get up there. I killed it twice when I did it. Should have recorded yourself doing it. No, I should have. Oh, there it is. See the... Oh. All right, someone else got her. Ah, she's not going to do it. Anyway, the idea nah, is... Nah, you're not going to do it. You're going to fail. Yeah, and every every map's got, like, different kinds of objectives, so it's rarely just, like, a straight-up race. Um, right. It's There's a reason behind it. See, that guy in the front just got him. Oh, man. Pretty cool. I haven't seen any turtle shells yet. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, no turtle shells, but there are homing missiles. There are just straight ahead missiles. There are mines. There are stasis fields. Bananas. Um, there's a shield. No bananas. There may be something that behaves oh, like man. one. I'm not sure I ever got it, though. No bananas. For uh, bananas. But it's neat. And it is a lot like pod racing chat room. That's exactly what it's like um, in, in many ways. So what, what's what's the holdback that keeps you from saying this is a great game? Polish. It looks like a great game. Polish. Because the racing, the racing is super polished. No problem there. But the sound effects, right. a little weird. A little weird. Um, the racing sound effects, like engines and stuff, not a problem. But it's like when you get a pickup, it goes bleep, bleep. Like you're playing freaking yeah. Kirby's Adventure, right? Um, and there's a lot of weird moments like that. Uh, your your turbo is a weird sound that just annoys me. Um, right. Little things like that. But the when you're in the menus and you're in the rest of the game, it all feels just a little sparse and not finished. It's hard to explain. Gotcha. So again, I know I it's get a that. polished we, thing. We review a lot of indie games, and sometimes I don't know if the money runs out or if you know there's... Only so far they can go with what they got, but mm-hmm. Overlanders is what you played is by Rundown Games. Rundown Games, and uh, their description is this: battle it out in five-player multiplayer or rage through the campaign. Overlanders de- delivers the futuristic competitive racing experience of your dreams. They say. Mm. So you were competitively racing in the future this week. It sounds like you just wanted Big to time. get into that mm-hmm. future don't ask, race. Don't ask me why. I don't know what happened there hmm. that got me into it, but it did. I forgot to check price on this one. This one actually might be free to play. Let me see. I don't have it handy. All right, uh, well. That's a good question because I can't imagine this game being free to play because what would be the uh, marketing model for that? Overlanders Steam. Let me look it up real quick. Let's verify this. There it is. Overlanders. Overlanders. Steam community. Nope. I want the thing. I want it. Okay. Well, fine. We'll do community. And then I'll click on the game. Okay. Oh, and then, okay, I can't find okay. it. Well, that's just great. I can't find it and easily. Then, well done, uh, Steam. You've and done then it. it doesn't actually. Okay, Scott. Oh, store page. Here we go. Uh, price is. Uh, oh my gosh, it's ninety percent off right now. Normally twenty five ninety nine. I got it for. That's why I picked it up. It was. It caught my eye because it's only two dollars and forty nine cents right now. And they're doing some <laughs> big push. Oh my god, this that's gonna lead in great to my game I played next. Yeah, it's a twenty what is that? Yeah, ninety percent off right now. Two dollars forty nine cents. Hundred percent worth it for the racing right. alone for Absolutely that price. for that price. It's yeah. a no brainer. I'm picking that up right now. Maybe yeah. you can mean you could play sometime later. Yeah, I like it. It's good. Yeah. Um all right. 
Brian, tell me about Mad Age and this guy. Mad Age and this guy. Oh, you have uh, no, uh, no video for that. All right, that's fine. Oh, crap, crap. I'm going to put a video in there. Oh, I okay. apologize. No, that's all right. I apologize. Okay, so how about I just describe it to you? Yeah, no, go ahead. You can, you can find it, a video. Let's see it in your mind's eye. All right. Mad Age and this guy. <laughs> I'm on the Switch store. Okay. I'm looking for a deal. This game is five cents. Okay. Yeah. I'm buying it. Five cents. Why not? I'm doing, I got a nickel. I actually have five points. I have five whole redeemable points on switch. So this game is going to cost me nothing. Zero, zero. So what could motivate me? Well, how about if I told you I had a five cent game on switch Mm. and it was kind of like a bomber man game, but in a steampunk world, I mean, you're speaking my language. Also that price is good. So tell me more. (laughs) So that's pretty much it. We're Bomberman. Mm. So we're going around on these uh, on these these screens that are not randomly generated. They're bringing you, mm. you go along and uh, you have to figure out what boxes you need to move out of the way to get to bombs so that you can bomb your way through each level. Uh, the only thing that's going to stop you are the steampunk bots mm. who are very mad at you for blowing up the boxes i suppose okay. i don't know they're very angry they come after you okay and uh so here i am i'm playing i, I like i said there's not much story behind this game why oh, is this guy i own this you probably do you know why you because just... i also did the, i forgot I, I do this same thing <laughs> i troll those store that store for like stupid yeah. low prices like oh 34 cents for like two hours let's do it like, right i, do I love that time. you picked a video of a guy who is filming who is streaming from his Switch console. Yeah. I, does he have like a GoPro on his head? Does he have a camera sitting in front of him, like I, wrapped I like around think, it? I like to think he's got a webcam in his mouth. That's what I like to think. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's it pretty is pretty good. good. So Okay, so there are some things to do. So in addition to collecting bombs, you all have to collect uh, like equipment. So you're supposed to, there's a very thin story of collecting equipment as you go along uh, to clear each level and you've got to collect so much equipment per level you don't have to clear all the equipment but it helps your score yeah for what point i don't know but other than score uh and you're just you're moving boxes around if you come across a crate uh you can move a single crate but you can't move a, two crates that are there i am i'm right in there you can't move two crates uh that are double stacked so like if if you bump against another crate you're not moving anymore so there's a little bit of slide puzzling here to get to certain areas but once you do you're looking for bombs, and you only get so many per level. And uh, you got to use those wisely because if you can get enough bombs, you can get out and kill all the robots along the way. Mm. That's what you're doing. That's okay. what your that's what your hope is. Now you don't have to kill all those. You don't have to kill the robots if you don't want. You can avoid them and get on out. You won't get as high as a you know a little three star rating like someone who does complete it, but you do. Uh, but yeah, if you play Bomberman, you kind of played this a little little bit. Cuter the Bomberman, maybe? Yeah. Is that the thing? I know that's fair Bomberman's to say. Kind sure. of, Bomberman's kind of a weird game anyway, because what is he really? Well, I've I mean, never really... I've played Bomberman, but I've never went into the lore of a, Bomberman. I, I understand he kind of looks like he's maybe from the future. He's got like that weird he thing likes in his blow, He likes to bomb things, and he's a man. He that's all we things. know for sure. That's, that's all really, really all know. you need to know, right? Yeah, yeah. He bombs things, well, and didn't. he's a man. Exactly. There is There is some story here, but I totally ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, five cent game. Thank you, Atomic Wolf, for your five cent game. Yeah, you don't want to spend too much this. time focused. Or you, 
the story is not going to be the reason that a five cent game no. is even worth your time. In fact, a lot of times they're not. But once in a while, I get surprised in there about something yeah, I paid yeah. thirty two cents for. I'm like, what? This yeah. game's actually pretty good. How come I never heard of this before? So this one's all right. It's okay. Yeah, the game the game loop is fine. Some areas like you're looking at now, you have to you have to find you have to get to a key to open the next area in the on the level. So I mean. I, for five cent, I can't argue with it. Even at a couple of dollars, I would have been glad to pick up this game because it's a good little puzzler, you know, to try to get from one level to the next. Yeah, seems all right. Seems it's okay. All right. Yeah. I'm Mad gonna... age and this guy. Good luck trying to remember that. You better write it down because I couldn't even remember what the title was yeah. when I went to make my show notes. I'm like, what was that game I bought? Five cent game? Gotcha. Steam Steampunk Bomberman? Yeah, I also heard you got some Amiibos. What's that about? Oh, Oh, I have some God. too. Should I be doing something with them more than just looking at them and thinking they're cool or or what? Absolutely. So, you know, I finally got some Amiibos. I've never been sold on Amiibos. I've played with a lot of different little extra peripheral things for, you know, you, you got your Skylanders and you got your different games out there where you have to have your little plastic little statuettes. And, you know, you can enhance your gameplay, you know, what you can do there. And so I've noticed Nintendo has never given up on their Amiibos, even though their competitors, uh, other games, have, you know, given up plenty of times. And I just could never figure out what the point was, you know? In case the chat doesn't know what we're looking at here, we've got a link from Link to the Past, right? No, this is actually Link from uh, Link's Awakening. Link's, that's what I meant, Link's Awakening, yeah. Yeah, and so I got that and also picked up a little Tom Nook. You know, he's got a... Playing on my little Tom Nook there, he's got. Yeah. So I'm I'm playing Animal uh, Animal Crossing on the uh, my 2DS XL, uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf, not the new one, not New Horizon, mm-hmm. not Horizon. What is it? Is hold, it New Horizon? Hold him up again. Let me see him. Put him up there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Here. Tom Nook. This yeah, mother humper there he is. has. Look at that guy. Tom Tom Nook has all my bells. Yep. Every bell Actually, you ever had, he has. Every now. bell I've ever had, this guy owns it. Yep. He's, he's a, a, he's a rap he's, master. He's a, crack, he's a crack dealer is what he is. Yeah. He's like, hey, I couldn't help but notice that you got a lot of junk now, and you probably want some place to put it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go ahead and make your house bigger, but you're going to owe me some stuff. Yeah, that's him. A lot of bells. That is so him. Oh, my gosh. What so that's master. that's Mr. Nook there. So I couldn't figure out what was so cool about it, so I, I put these guys in, and uh, also I got a Digby. Oh, What's here. a uh, what is remind me Digby? She's uh Digby Digby is the little dog and he, and he in the new leaf he uh actually Oh, it's a girl. He, uh, it's a boy then. Is uh, a boy I think and uh well he's Digby, he's a dog so it doesn't matter. Um and he stands outside the um uh like one of the home places where you can go and look at other people's homes. Oh, right. Okay. Anywho, yeah. I didn't get it. I was like <laughs> I don't get these. I don't get these amiibos. Why did I buy them? I don't get them. <laughs> Well, did you scan them in? Did you do the scanning? <laughs> Absolutely. Thing? And so I was like, I started the game up and it says, oh, use your Amiibo camera. So I was like, okay. And I'm moving the Amiibos around. I'm like, well, that's interesting and all, but yeah. why did I pay $10 for this stupid thing? So I finally figured it out. Yeah. So when I found, I found, I believe his name is Wisp in the game, Animal Crossing. Uh, Wisp. You leaf. Okay. Right. And he's a genie, <laughs> but he's really a, he's really a boo. All right, you're not talking about the little shithead uh, gopher that comes up and tells you you should have saved more often or whatever. No, that's him. a dick. That guy's a dick. He is a I don't dick. talk to him. He's a huge dick. But uh, he's actually, I think he's a mole, isn't he? Isn't he like, a, Rossetti. He's like all blind and squinty? Mr. Rossetti, yeah. And he comes out and goes, Yeah, yeah. Ah, you tried to cheat and set your clock yeah, ahead. So I'm going to make you skip through 30 lines of dialogue for the next half an hour. Right. Oh, and also, by the way, your house is full of bugs. Suck it. But uh, anyway. 
So this this guy's a jerk. But anyway, so I finally figured it out. So I was like, I was playing. I got Wisp. And so he's like a little genie. You put him in your house and you rub the lamp and he pops out and he goes, I'm Wisp and I can be, I can turn into any amiibo you have. And I'm like, all right, cool, sweet. Put my amiibo on there. He turns into the guy and he's like, he's like, do you want me to come visit? And I'm like, yeah, Tom Nook, you come, come visit me, Mr. Nookie. Yeah. And so he never did because he's always working. And so finally I figured out, oh, he doesn't actually come to my house. He arrives in a van at the campgrounds. He does. Down by the river. Yeah. He is a multi-billionaire. <laughs> he is. Get it? So uh, he is. He's a multi-billionaire. Because it's, many be, billionaires. it's bells, see? Billionaire, see? Bells. Yeah. And so, yeah. so I get it now. So now I go to the campgrounds. I load my amoebas up, a wisp. And then the, that day, those characters show up in vans out by the river on the campgrounds. I run mm-hmm. up there, and I go in. And I'm like, oh, my God, they got things. They got things I can buy. I am now playing as uh, Link in uh, my Animal Crossing because I was able to buy the hair that I needed from the van. I was able to buy the outfit. I'm all decked out. I got the I got the shield up on my wall. It's rocking and rolling. Got my wallpapers, my floor. So I get it now. Yeah, I you get understand. It. Nintendo, Nintendo is doing a really good job, in my opinion, of supporting those amiibos and putting them in different games. And I started looking at other games as well. And so they, they've just never given up on it. And they're still, you know, still doing it. It's very cool what they do. In there. It's, it's cool because how else would I get Link well, into my... E- even if you Animal don't Crossing. do... Even if you don't um, care about the game integration, they're fun to just right. own. They're great little figures. They're actually really well made. And I'm mm-hmm. a big, big fan. I like them. I have a little and collection the 3DS, going over And there. the 2DS and 3DS XLs are perfect because, they you know, they got the bottom screen and you just... And these guys fit right on there. You don't have to have the you don't have to have the little reader or nothing. Mm-hmm. You just stick it right on there. It's cool, right? I like that. It's too. cool. I dig it. Uh, quick mention: I've been playing No Man's Sky pretty incessantly. Uh, it's just eating my soul right now. I don't know what's going on, but that game just got so much. Have you got your first living ship yet? No. Um, so I started a whole new save because I don't know. I just got in yes, the mood. You, that's what you do because you get so lost. Yeah, if you, if you go, don't. if you quit while you're at the height of everything, you're like, what was I even doing? So it's a little bit of pain that way. But also for me, um, I wanted to see the incremental changes to the game from mm-hmm. the early game on because I hadn't really paid a lot of attention to that when those patches came out. And already I'm seeing all sorts of stuff that's like, oh, that's so much better than it was. Or, oh yeah, this is this thing, this decision they made here is like a billion times better than what was there at launch or whatever. And it just has finally come together into this like amazing experience. It's, you know, a few years a little late in terms of launch, but they got there and ah, it's just it's great. I, I love I it love when it. A, and I love when a developer, even with that rough of a launch, sticks with you know, sticks to their guns. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't now give I'm up. more for I'm I don't I don't have to start completely over because I have played I didn't start playing until I guess like October or something last year. So everything's fairly fresh, but the living ships are brand new to me, and I'm excited about getting back in. And, yeah, and you should get in some. there, give it a shot. It, I may, I may man, jump straight to living ships in a in a steam or in a um, creative mode run just for the poop. Right, of it. right. But uh, at the moment, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just. I have, have to be. I have to be. I, like we talked about before the show, you can get if uh, if you have GeForce now, if you're one of the founders, which is like anybody can be for like what five five bucks a month or something yeah. and if you own this already on steam you can jump in the game within like minutes oh, and just yeah. like the any any machine you're on like your mac or your pc you can just jump right on and just jump right in and 
have a good old time. You may have no ruined. Excuses. You're gonna. It's gonna piss my wife off, but I'm I'm probably gonna play this on an old ancient MacBook in bed tonight because you reminded right, me I see. could do it. Yeah. Right. I see yeah. how this works. I'll just wirelessly hook it, hook up my PlayStation controller because they mm-hmm, work on there mm-hmm. now, and I'm gonna play. Oh man. Oh yeah. Uh, excellent. Hey, whoa! X camera in the chat says he's wearing my hat. Look at us with our Under Armour uh, unification. They're not sponsoring or anything, but maybe. yeah, I know. Look at us today. Usually we wear we wear um our our nerdy things, but mm-hmm. today we're all wearing our uh corporate sponsored you know yeah, wear. What, what is up with that? On. You got your X fact. You got your your what? Who is that X Under, on it? What is it? Under Armour. Under Armour. It looks like an X to me. And you also got a Carhartt shirt on. Where have uh, you been? Tractor oh, Supply. See, <laughs> I do actually. I do have a Carhartt. <laughs> Shirt because my son buys a lot of shirts and he bought one that he thought was yeah. his size, but it was too big and he waited too long to return it. So now I'm wearing it. So this is Zoe's shirt, uh, and now I'm wearing it. Great, perfect. Because you're because yeah. you're a little tiny them, skinny guy now, so it's easy. We call we call them hand me ups. Oh, that's perfect. I like it. We're yeah. living in a new time, a new era. Don't touch your face. New okay, era. check this out, everybody. We got this right here. Great game. The game is over. Stupid name. All right, it's great game. Stupid name. <laughs> You almost said something else. So we're not playing Guess My Game. Oh, I forgot Guess My Game. You know what? You're right. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> my bad. We're doing that first. Guess My Game. I'm going to play a file, and Brian's going to guess it. These are old games that we decide to play here, and we just have a little contest. It's fun, and I start. So here goes. It's super annoying, but... Is that pole position? Nope. Jeebus. Got to be a race car game, though, right? It is. That's the hint I'll give you. It is a race car game. Somebody is running all over. The year is 1992. All right. So I have to admit, it's a bit of a cheat because we actually said the name of it earlier. And I didn't know it was going to come up in casual conversation when I was talking about that bloody game. Oh, wait, wait. What did we say now? Now I can't even remember. It's an arcade game. There were four, yeah, what did we say? They had a four-player steering wheel version that was like a like a like a kitchen island almost. It had four steering yes. wheels on it, and you could all play it. And together. we even said the name earlier. Why am I blanking on it now? I don't know. We did say it. You're right. Oh crap! Any guesses? see uh, someone to see, wasn't it? Was it? Nope. No. Nope. How about a B? Was it a B? Starts with an S. Street cruising. Nope. St- st- stupid game. Nope. S- <laughs> Slimer. Swiper, no swiping. Swiper. Negative. No swiping. None of those are correct. I will now tell you what it is. chat room and cheat? It is, they're not even saying it. Oh, someone. The wrath is close. It's super sprint. Super sprint. Super sprint. Yep. He brought super sprinty, but uh, he meant sprint. Uh, yeah, Super Sprint was the game, and for me, the big winner of that file or of that uh, game was this particular part of it. Yeah, baby, it's so good. So, well, whoever good. was playing it, whoever was playing the game itself, sounded like it was having a terrible time getting started. Oh, they like run into, running all on the wall. He actually won. <laughs> he won that game, but he. But he was just hitting every wall he came around across. So the game was pretty forgiving on that kind of stuff. It was yeah. It wasn't some games hard. actually actually some of the games you that actually helps. Yeah. You can uh when you take a corner, you just hit the wall, it just doesn't ever penalize you. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. All right, I'm gonna play yours now. Let's see if I can figure it out. Ready? Here we go. 
was 1992. 92? You could find this on the Nintendo DS. Or the PlayStation 2 or the Nintendo Entertainment System. Wait, 92 wasn't... There was no DS in 92. I'm sorry. It was released later. It was originally released on the SNES. Is this a Zelda game? Oh, no. No. It's a Castlevania game. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Castlevania... Castlevania 2. Wrong again. Ah, shit. What if I told you... The second part of the title. Do you think you could then guess the first part of the title? Yes. Give me the second Hand part. Hand of the Heavenly Bride. It's part... <laughs> I'll even give you this. It's part five. Part five? Part five of a video game series. Hand of the... Of the what bride? Heavenly Bride? Hand, Hand of the Heavenly Bride. I don't know. Uh... I have no idea. I don't know what this is. Dragon Quest V. Oh, Dragon freaking Quest. Gosh Stupid dang Dragon it. Quest. I've been playing the newer stuff. I played Dragon Quest Eleven. I played the right, Builders 2 too. game. Like Those games are cool, but I I never was into it back in the day. Yeah, um, me either. So. And then, but I went back and I was like, oh, let me see how this was. I was like, I wonder if Scott ever played this. I was like, go find out. Free Rangers, Super Mario 5, Hand of the Heavenly Bride. <laughs> nice. Where's her hand at? Uh, of of the uh, of the Dragon Quest games, as far as as far as JRPGs go, I actually really like Dragon Quest, so it's fine. That's good. I am trying not to become a JRPG player. You're trying not to become one. I will tell you, after playing last week's Indivisible, mm. I've kind of been going back and peeping at some things. Mm, I see. No, I see. I see. Trying, I'm trying not to be that guy because it's kind of like why I really haven't went back to No Man's Sky, and that's because I know once I enter, yeah, I will not return for a very, very long time. You will not leave. I understand. Same reason why I don't play World of Warcraft because it's like, oh, just sign up for a month. No, Brian, can't yeah. sign up for a month. You're gonna want more than that. Here's uh, Dragon Quest Two for the for the viewers here. Uh, it was a, it was always a very funny. Not yes. funny, but the dialogue in it was always coming to crack up to me because it was um, bad translations. Yeah, lots of bad translations, which uh, cracked me up. Let's see. Let's, let's see if we can get one here. Garg, father. Oh no! Oh shit! Garg, father. Yeah. Dragon Quest, yeah, it's rough business. Got to watch out. And then one day we'll get a voice chip and we won't have to do this anymore. Nope, we'll keep doing it yep, anyway. We'll do it anyway. All right, uh, well done. That was awesome. That's your uh, your uh, thing. Now I'll play this. Great game. The game is over. Stupid name. Great game, stupid name. Today's is Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Perfect. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts naming convention. The Kingdom Hearts name. Good. <laughs> That's a dumb name. Uh, the Kingdom- numbering. <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? I don't know what they're Killing thinking. Me. It says here, Killing Kingdom me. Hearts uh, HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue Edition is a collection of the Kingdom Hearts series developed and published by Square Enix for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. A successor to Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Remix, it was announced in September of 2015 and released later in January of 2017 on the PlayStation 4 in February 2020 on the Xbox One. So they just got theirs. Just got mm-hmm. it. Kingdom Hearts HD... What? Oh, go ahead. Right. Some runner-ups may be uh, Kingdom Hearts 
Dream Drop Distance HD. But that's the Kingdom whole point of this segment. They're so stupid. Right? So Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep of Fragmentary Passage. What yeah, that's a good one. Birth by Sleep. How stupid is that? Kingdom Hearts, some kind of looks supposed to look like an X, but it looks like a pie symbol back cover. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that is know. either. We got a uh, birth by sleep endurance. Um you mentioned that one. Back cover, a fragmentary passage were the tenth and eleventh installments in the Kingdom Hearts series. Right. Oh, don't forget Kingdom Hearts three hundred and fifty eight over two days. What? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Right. That's the stuff. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Catch it. I think uh, well, I can never tell which one I'm supposed to play next. It's like, oh, I'm going to play the next one now. Which one? Yeah, which next one? All of them. All right, we're going to read an email from a listener here. This is going out to Josh. Hello, Josh. Josh said, or it's going out to us from Josh. It says, hi, Scott and Brian. First, thank you for the awesome episodes every week. A little bit about oh, myself. Yeah. I'm a software engineer and a high-stress job, and I've been dealing with anxiety Ooh. and depression over this last year. I used to go to games when I was young for stress relief. But my go-to mm-hmm. genre actually seems to aggravate my anxiety and depression now. I missed mm-hmm. the genre. Uh, sorry, I missed the genre, which were first-person shooters. The problem was most of them are just one person wandering about, not uh, with not much interaction, and this was not helping. I tried RPGs, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, for example. I would call that an RPG. It didn't used to be, but it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, the constant grind didn't help. Have you faced similar issues or run across anyone with these issues? If so. Would you recommend uh, what would you recommend as games that are fun and enjoyable? P.S. I've been watching some strategy game videos on YouTube, like Pharaoh and City Skylines. They may have the silver bullet. Oh, Thanks yeah. again for the great work you do. I was actually going to suggest that some kind of chill out uh, city builder. And in fact, um, for free right now, you can go get Builders of Egypt Prologue, which just came oh. out. They're working on a full game, but it's basically a 3D modern successor or spiritual successor to the old Pharaoh slash Cleopatra game from way back in the day, which was a fantastic... Well, he even mentioned Pharaoh here. It is a fantastic game, and this looks like they're going to do right by it. Um, It's early yet. There's not everything in it, but it's enough to get a taste to see what they're doing. I'd recommend playing that. But yes, a city builder, something you can just chill with. Um, Right. My biggest stress relief game ever of the... Well, let's say biggest stress relief game of the last 10 years might be I'm sure I'm going to forget about one but for right now fresh in my head is that farm together game yeah where you're just so chill. farming man you're making stuff That's so chill and it's not a farm sim where you're just stressing about the real life issues of logistics and money you're just out there growing weird shit and harvesting it and then selling it mm-hmm. and then running around your cool farm and oh it's spring now I can finally plant those potatoes I've been wanting doing quests selling cheese wheels <laughs> Like, like if it's great. plant the potatoes have been just dying for all year. It's one of my favorite, just dumb, right. lock, lock it's your brain interesting, in the, at the door. It's kind an of interesting games. question, especially from the perspective that is being requested from, which is a software engineer. Personally, myself, I, I think you probably suffer from the same thing, Scott, and probably many to our listeners. Uh, being of two minds, sometimes I like to be very logical, and sometimes I like to be very creative yep. in... Sometimes I can actually exhaust one side and the other can be ready to go. Yep. That's and why, so, you know what? Maybe something like actually the current state of No Man's Sky feeds both those sides and you can kind of choose where you want right. to be at any given time. So if you are just feeling creative, that game is all about creativity. If you want to 
explorer and you're feeling that way, it lets you do that. If you want to go fight stuff and have it be stressful, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of ways to play that game. It's both analytical, creative, and action oriented. It's kind of what you want it to be. So that would be right. another maybe go to for you. Um, right. And don't forget about the real life game called Take a Walk for a Couple of Minutes. Take and then a come walk. Back and then play again. Yeah. That's what I have to do lots of times. I'm like, ooh boy, especially let me tell you what's not not us uh, relaxing. What's that? Old Zelda old Zelda game. <laughs> I mean, they can Not be. relaxing. It depends on how... I mean, if you're playing Majora's Mask, that thing is the last thing I ever want to play because it's, I don't find that game relaxing at all. That game just pisses well, it, me off. I, I love being challenged, but sometimes I get in those games and I'm like, man, why are games not hard like this anymore? Oh, yeah, because I don't want to sit and look at the same screen for an hour and a half trying to figure out just the right way of doing it. Yeah, I get you. I get your feeling. I know your thoughts. But I'm going to say... For the record, for the record, for the record, if you're going to really want to chill out, I mentioned it earlier. I'll say it again. You go do solo maps where it's just you beating the clock in Wipeout, the original Wipeout games or a Wipeout sequel on one of the PlayStations. Those games put me in a Zen state, man. Mm -hmm, Just mm kind of zone out. It's good. I do like me. I'm telling you, I do like me some Civ Five. In, in those games. Yeah, those are five for some reason. I don't know why. Six never really hooked me, but five. Mm-hmm. I can just play those games and just relax and chill. It's just like, I think I'll take a nap now, yep. wake up later, see what's going on. And JC Calhoun, you're 100% right. Majora's Mask, you need a way to do it. It'll, you have to use a walkthrough or else you're just killing yourself. Oh, right. game. I don't know why I hate that game so much. I just do. All right. Uh, well, there you go. Thanks for the email. Hope that helps, Josh, and let us know how it goes. Boopshow at gmail.com is the email address you can use. If you're looking for our website, it's frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at Boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And you can leave voicemails at 801-471-0462. You can also find us on our Reddit page, boopshow.reddit.com. Brian, before we leave, any final words of wisdom? Absolutely. If you're going to go... Go with an amiibo. Whoa, check that out. That's some tight advice. I like it. Uh, do indeed. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back next time with a whole new show. Until then, take care. This show is part of the Frog Pants ah. Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. <laughs> <laughs>